1: Welcome to the Lunacy Podcast. We are live from, well, not live because we're taping it, but we are at uh, Alloy Brewing in Coon Rapids. Uh, of course, joined by Dave and Dave, Dave Stevens, Dave Sterling. I am Tony Perbonanzi. Giant Drewski is also with us today, You're along along with his fiance Jenny, who uh, showed up after her. She was out partying last night, <laughs> right, Jenny? All weekend. All weekend with the girls. All yeah, week. a girls' weekend party. We were all at the game last night. Uh, So we are um, nursing our beers today. And we will talk
2: about that much later. Yeah, we'll talk
1: about that much later. But first of all, we have a huge announcement to talk about. Yes. Because after 10 episodes of this podcast, we are going to be picked up by a national website called uh, Beautiful Game Network, um, bgn.fm. And uh, from what I've seen on their website, they do a lot of lower um, league stuff, and they have a podcast for every team in the lower league and we will be the first MLS team on their website. Um, Dave, you kind of went through the motions with them, right? Yeah. How did it all kind of break down?
2: Uh, well, it was actually really easy. Uh, first off, I need to give a shout out to Paul Ray. Um, he does the podcast for the Colorado Springs uh, Switchbacks. Sure. And he randomly messaged me and said, you know, hey, you should have uh, check out bgn because we're on there and they're slowly expanding and so i i checked out their website and i was like oh yeah it's uh mostly usl um they do have a general mls uh, news podcast mm-hmm. and then they also have an epl podcast okay and i was like all right so i shot them a message yeah i mean it took three days to uh to get them on board I'm assuming they listened to us because they said that they liked our format yeah uh, so sounds like they did
1: well so now instead of having tens of people listening to us we might have hundreds of people listening to us yeah uh, I mean that's kind of cool we've gone corporate and sold out
3: yeah we sold out like Wayne's World Yeah. pretty much we've been talking about that <laughs> I just as soon as I heard that news I of course uh, had to had to check the Twitter feed and check out their twitter page but i'm just looking at at their website now and it looks it looks beautiful it looks nice and it's kind of exciting that we're just right on the the front page there yeah, yeah we are literally the on the very front page. first
2: jeez well i guess second technically the i the uh la or the las vegas um so it looks like it's a source for
3: vegas. it's a source for news as well as kind of a yeah source I, of what podcasts, i saw yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast
1: yeah. news stuff like that so we're we gonna we're gonna have our old page on there right Yes. Okay. Uh, and so
2: if someone goes to BGN.fm, uh, they just have to scroll down a couple, you know, just a little bit. And there's an MLS logo with a Loon's logo right below it. And if you take, click on the Loon's logo, it goes right to our page. Oh, that's okay, great. Cool. So, All right. Uh, and then it's got the pay- uh, the episodes broken down. Um, it has a link to be able to listen to, to them on Apple. <laughs> and then... Um, has all the episodes listed uh, below. That it has a link to our Twitter page. It has a link. Link to our Facebook page? No, It does I not have a link to our Facebook page. We should probably um, add that. Yeah, and it actually who oh jeez—it shows the tweets that come from our page, which means I
1: might have to make sure we might have to that uh, when I tweet. Yeah, you might have to watch yourself. <laughs> You don't want a Roseanne bar thing happening. So, for
2: like instance, the uh, the last <laughs> tweet was, not surprising the DP gets the nod over Ramirez.
1: But talk about risky. Yeah. I agree with yeah. yeah. which is why I tell you. Me. should be, it, you're, you're going to be in charge of the tweeting, because if it was me tweeting, it would be like, hey, I'm drinking today. That's all it would be. I and mean, there would be no other, you know, here's the beer I'm having today. That's huh. it. Um, so yeah. we're very excited for the news. I mean, I... I didn't think, I think when we started this whole thing up, we just thought, well, oh, it's going to be fun, and now here's a whole new chapter of it, so, yeah, yeah. so uh, you can find us on that website, that's bgn.fm, um, and we are happy, and we are excited to be a part of their network. Um, like I said, we are at Alloy, we are drinking the beers, uh, Dave and, and myself and Dave all got samplers, uh, flights, and uh, I went with the Hells, the Cream, the Cherry Lime, and the Rye, and I will say the Cherry Lime beer, guys. Have you guys had it yet? I have. That's the
3: one I've had the oh, most Oh, man, that is fantastic. Yeah, it's. so I it's could a, drink that all day. It's a, a wit-style beer, yeah. meaning uh, I think that's short for wheat. I guess yep. not a... Uh,
1: yeah, I, expert, I didn't get that one. one on my plate. You did oh, really? oh. yeah, I'll off. get that in
3: the next one. Yeah, I downed I, that sample in like two minutes. It was so I've, good. I've got about half of it left. Yeah, it's definitely... Mm-hmm. I, especially on a day like today, it's 80 degrees sitting in the sun. It's, yep. it's perfect. It's refreshing. We're out here on their
1: patio. This yeah. used to be... I think this used to be a... Um, oil change place jiffy or lube jiffy or lube or like something that. like that which is interesting because they kept all the all the garage doors and they could open them up and then the patio is kind of in the back where you come out of the jiffy lube and kind of go back you know after you're done um they've got bags out here um it's a nice space inside is very nice it- yeah. um it is
3: it is kind of funny like if you you we can be sitting out here enjoying their beer at alloy here mm-hmm. and uh you can just say oh yeah what a great idea turning you know turning a jiffy lube into a brewery yeah, you can exactly. see it you can see it work like you said with the garage doors yep. but could you ever imagine if you literally you know pulled your car into one of the garage bays could you think to yourself well oh it'd be a cool place to have a beer and right yeah the exactly never cross you'd i never see that. it you couldn't no, see I it no i couldn't see that yeah but these
1: guys did it's a fantastic yeah. idea and i want to thank Alloy again for letting us do our podcast out here, and bartender Dave, who is a big uh, Loons fan. Um, so let's get into it, guys. We're gonna have some we're gonna have some good things to say in the beginning, and then we're gonna go downhill from there.
2: Yeah, it's so, always it's always excellent, you know. Yeah, that seems to be how a lot of podcasts go.
1: Yeah, so let's go back to the LAFC game because our podcast was actually right before that game, um, so we didn't get a chance to talk about it because they hadn't played it yet. Um, that game was was it five to one? Five to one, yeah. We kicked we kicked their ass pretty much up and yeah. down the field.
3: And Dave still owes me big for giving him. Yep, I, yeah. Dave I, I was that lucky game. enough yep. to see it in person, and it was just what a fantastic game to go to. And yep. you know, it, it, it kind of it, it didn't start out maybe like, well, I guess it started out like a lot of uh, United games this year. But uh, <laughs> you know, I I, I I was not sitting there expecting them to win, but it just it just the dominoes just fell. Floodgates open. I don't think any of us thought they'd win that game. Nope. And nope. even if they did win, it would be close. I didn't think it would be five to one. I remember, I remember asking, you know, knowing, you know, our last podcast, I knew I was going to be going, and I, I, know I asked Dave the question, you know, what, give me some reasons to be excited to go. What, why yeah. should I go? You know, other than yeah, we have had success at home. The United have. Um, what are some other reasons? And certainly, one of the reasons you listed off was not that they were going to score five goals, and no. it would be just. a... 11. Yeah, I don't even remember what my reasons were. I remember the question. <laughs> well, I, I know one of them came up, we, the possibility of, you know, maybe our uh, new international or DP signings mm-hmm. coming right? And yeah. which was the which case. He did. Um he yep. came in in the, uh, the second Junior. half of the game. Ibarra Junior. Ibarra, Ibarra Junior. So. so that was cool to see when he came on. It was just yeah. something to look for. Um, Schuler got his first goal.
1: He did. And that was a nice, like, setup from Darwin, I think. Uh, well, it actually
2: went all the way back to Ibsen. Ibsen? Okay. Ibsen had one of his um, random... Good passes? Good passes, yeah. Oh. And, it, I mean, it was a perfect through ball, uh, probably 25 yards up to Darwin, and mm-hmm. Darwin carried it up, up the pitch and uh, had a perfect little cross back into the box, and there was Shuler there at was the end There was For his first MLS goal.
1: I don't think we have to state it again on this podcast that Darwin... He, he just makes plays. I, I don't know. There's nothing else more I could say about it. Every time he gets the ball, he's making a play.
2: Yeah. And, it, I mean, I guess we I've got notes about that um, to talk about it later on. Um, his stats have been pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. Very so impressive. It's, it's something to be pointed out. As as we run through these games, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to come up time and time and time and again. Um, but, you know, as with all things – minnesota united fc good things come to an end real fast
1: well yes
2: and as did the lafc game literally what a minute i don't even think it was a minute after after uh, we
1: scored they ended up tying the game coming back yep and we thought and i i was watching it i'm going here we go again we score a goal. And then they just come right back, roaring back, and score a goal to tie us up, and then it, the wheels usually fall off the bus. I mean, that's yeah. that's what
3: happens. And on and that's why that's why I mentioned I just couldn't get too excited about the game. I just, I mean, it's from an outcome an outcome point of view. I just wasn't expecting the best, especially especially at that point, you know, when yeah. it was tied up. I just and and that goal was a perfect example of
2: Gomez being Gomez. Yep. Uh, because everybody put the blame on Kelvo. Because he was dispossessed, mm-hmm. but I don't think he would have been dispossessed had Gomez not passed it to him in traffic, yep. where he had absolutely no place to go with the ball. Exactly right. And so he immediately turned to go upfield, and there, La was to dispossess him. And and it, the and that the the sequence to the goal, Falharber's goal, reminded me of Darwin's goal. Against um, was that Salt Lake where he beat like five defenders. Yep,
1: yep. He came around and he went,
2: and, in and that's out. exactly
1: what happened. Yeah. It was
2: like they 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 dribbled the ball through the box, passing about six guys. Yeah, and it, then all of a sudden they passed it off to uh, Fell Harbor, who had absolutely no pressure on him, Mm-mm. and kicked it in. Uh, I mean, it, it was classic classic UFC.
1: It happens every game. Yeah. I mean every game. I I swear. I don't think we've had a game this year where we didn't score a goal and then the opposing team come back and score a goal right away because it Mm -hmm. seems to like happen every time. And so I like I said at that point I like you guys probably saying to ourselves this here we go again. I mean now LAFC is going to score another you know two or three more goals. We're gonna come out of this with a loss and there goes our you know, goes our winning streak and you know, whatever it is,
3: you know. Right. Yeah. I, I, I I'll tell you what I think I, I and we'll I think we're gonna talk about this soon, but I, I think if that game, if that if the LAFC game was in Los Angeles, yeah, and that same scenario played out where we had scored an early goal mm-hmm. but had given up it given up the lead, I think we would have lost that game on the road. And, and, and I think we're gonna yeah. talk about this later, but if yeah. it wasn't at home, we would have lost it. Yeah, certainly. Yeah.
2: You know, in and so going to Ibsen, uh, you know, he had the great pass yes. for the first mm-hmm. goal. And then in the 22nd minute, here he is, a wide open sitter. And he just completely blows it. Clanks it. I mean, not clank it, but he completely skied like, it. Skied it, yeah. Right? Or was it wide? I think he skied I it. Yet. I think he skied yeah. it. And, it, you know, it's it's just one of those things. and. He's going to come up in the Vancouver match about his mistakes. It, it's it's incredible how bad he can be. He he is he can be very He'll bad. He'll have those random good moments. Mm-hmm. But man, he's just he's bad sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it, and Seattle, well, I'll bring him up again for that game. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about it again. He he can just be bad. Uh, so we also, a good thing out of L.A. was, another good thing out of L.A. was we also got our first corner kick goal of yes. the season. Yes, yes. Which,
1: you know, uh, 20 games in, probably should have one of those. We've talked about this in previous podcasts. I don't know if they even know what the heck's going on on half their corner kicks.
2: Well, and that's the thing. Even this goal, yeah, I don't think anyone had any hell of an idea what was going there on. There was no plan. Um, because... Okay. Hmm, Honestly, Djokovic actually headed it out, mm-hmm. and luckily he didn't get enough on it. Yeah. And so it just fell to the top of the box yeah. where I believe it was Shuler um, headed it back, just <laughs> randomly heads it down. I mean, it looked like he probably meant to put it up, Yeah, and it drops and somehow rolled through about eight players <laughs> to
3: Ramirez's feet. Yes. And and Uh, I I just wonder, is like the the short corner and the lack of success that the Minnesota United has had, I wonder if that's something just our team is struggling with or if it's MLS or what? Because coming out of the World Cup, you saw how successful set pieces were and corner kicks were in the World Cup. I was actually listening to the Atlanta Atlanta, Toronto broadcast. We're not going to switch this to an Atlanta podcast, but I was listening to that broadcast yesterday on, on, on ESPN, but... But they were criticized, Twelman. You know, they were criticizing Atlanta for their lack of success on the corner kicks and, yeah. and they, their use of the short corners. And mm-hmm. they, they mentioned how they like to keep possession, but they were kind of in our same boat, not scoring enough.
1: I and have I wonder, no, I have no problems with the short corners. It's when you do a short corner, and you don't have a plan of attack. So many times United have done this, where they do a short corner and there's no, they just they pass it to somebody, and it's like, okay, so now what are you gonna do? But there's nobody running around doing like setting maybe a pick or something right. like they're trying to make a play. It's just like, yeah, we're just going to keep possession. That doesn't work for me. Right. You have a chance to get a lob pass into the box and make a play.
2: Right. You know, and, and that's the big thing. I, I like short corners, but I like short corners when they're executed. You have a plan. Exactly. And if you watch the World Cup, even though Spain really didn't do very well overall, you want to see a team execute short corners? Mm-hmm. Spain's really good at it. Yeah, they are. And it, they may not result in goals, but they result in chances. Yeah. And it, and it, the way they set them up, they know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and they, they pull it off. Now, obviously, we're comparing Minnesota United to Spain, a national team, um, made up of some of the greatest players in the world. Yes. But it's still, you have to think that maybe we need somebody that need somebody on our training staff Yeah. that is more has more expertise in corners sure i mean it, adrian is obviously a forward um as a career so maybe you know sometimes forwards aren't even involved in corners mm-hmm. so maybe that's an issue right there um but yeah it's it's sad that we had to wait 20 games to see was finally executed in the corner. Mm-hmm. And even then, it ended up being more luck than anything.
1: Yeah. but Well, to go back some highlights from this game, just to kind of get through it, Ramirez had two goals, right? Yes. He had two. Uh, Abara Sr. had one. Correct. Okay. Darwin had one. Correct. Okay. And then, of course, you had Shuler. First goal. And who is? That would so be five. That's five? You that's you five? them all five. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, of course, Darwin scores again. And he set up at least, how many of those scores did he set up? Uh, I think he had two assists on the game. Two assists. So a goal and two assists for Darwin. And, you know, that's, honestly,
2: though, that's not even necessarily counting key passes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure going back through my notes, I feel like he was a key pass in every single goal we had. Yes. Um, you know, so that's, that's a big thing. You know, and there was there were even some misses that we had then. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a part of it.
1: Um, so we're riding. so this game we're riding high after this game because I we it was a great game. Dave Stevens was there, he took Sterling's tickets.
3: Yeah. Let's talk about the um what happened after the match. Yeah, okay. So I mean I was so I didn't want to leave. I mean yeah. United Wonderwall. just just won five yeah. to one and I got to hear Wonderwall exactly. You said it, you know, queued up. So I literally didn't want to leave. Well, fortunately for me I didn't have to because I actually ended up sticking around afterwards to watch the uh, the unified game that mm-hmm. minnesota Un- or united put on like all mls teams and so that was actually quite fun um because a big portion of the dark cloud supporter group stuck around and you move they move everybody regardless of where you're sitting in the stadium they move everybody to midfield so it takes up two sections okay and and then they play on kind of a shorter field right in front of you but I'll tell you what those two sections get filled up quite well and and just to have the 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 dark clouds doing their thing and I mean I never sat in the dark cloud section before Mm -hmm. but I did for this unified match and boy was it fun I mean just the atmosphere. Um, the pounding on the drums, waving their flags, and just showing the support for these guys was great. And you know, I don't know if you're not familiar with the unified game or not, but it's just it's just uh, a unique um, collaboration the MLS has with you know Special Olympic athletes. And so it's just it's it's fun if, you, if just to watch these guys and see what they can do as Special get, Olympics athletes. And they
1: get cheered on by the dark
3: clouds, of they course. Sure and do, of yeah. course
1: It add, adds to it. Yep. Um, a couple I think a couple of the unified players got to go to the all-star game.
3: That was the cool thing and actually after after watching that and I stayed for the first half and had to leave but after watching that I was kind of excited to see that uh, basically each MLS organization sends a few representatives down to Atlanta for this past week's uh, all-star yep. game so they played an all-star unified game so how
4: long that, was their
3: half uh, the, ha- the half or the it was two t- ten, 20 minute halves. Cool. So, yeah, and they play on, like yeah. what a half? They play a half field. It, I would say, I would say it equates to about half the field because they kind of set up in the mid. You know, you got in between the two goals, and they yep. kind of play. Okay. So I'd say I'd say equates to about half the field. Yeah. Got and small. The goals are smaller. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. good for them. They get to play in front of the, the dark
1: clouds, which is yeah. I'm sure phenomenal. Oh, they must for them. love it. And I, I, mean, I loved it. it. Yeah, the atmosphere yeah, it's was so cool. great. And it's it's great that the United do yeah. stuff like that yeah. Uh, yeah. in the community, and especially for these players who. You know, they—they're some of those players are actually pretty good. I mean, I watched some of the highlights, and they—they—they they, they make some plays.
2: Yeah, it, and free. I don't know if every single team does it. Okay. Um, I know that the Colorado game in Colorado, the unified team, I think traveled with the team. Oh, really? And yeah. played a game against the Rapids team. Okay. Uh, and it, I think that, yeah, I think it's fantastic. I think it's a
1: really cool. So we're cool going experience. off of a—we're going off of a high. Five to one, you get to see the unified game. They win that game. It's yep. exciting. Wonderwall's playing, and then we get to the next week's game against. What was it? Uh, Vancouver. Vancouver. On the road at and Vancouver. We went to that game going, we should beat Vancouver, because we just beat the crap out of LAFC. So going to Vancouver, we should win this game handily, right? Should, but it's away. But it's away, and we have problems with the away games. So we go into that game and we end up losing what four to two. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, I literally
2: uh, I, I rewatched it because I decided to uh,
3: drink a growler with yeah, the yeah. Oh, that's you, a good idea. You know, it was four to two. I think it, it started out. It started out. Was it was three to nothing? I believe at one point. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think we, we were down. And down we nothing. brought it back to. We three brought to it two. back. And, and ju- we- it just became a game, yeah. woo, getting and a little excited, excited, and, and then, if no. nope, they shut that door pretty quick. The- it would you know, it and
2: too. I think in terms of the goals uh, to talk about, you know, Darwin missed a, uh, a great header from Ibsen. Yep. Fantastic pass. Mm-hmm. In fact, that entire buildup uh, started with Ibsen, and it was, it was great. Yeah. Uh, but he, of course – was uh, at fault for goal number two of Vancouver, mm-hmm. where he backheels into the <laughs> middle of the field to absolutely no one Bundy. other than Alphonso Davies, who takes it. Just signed a thirteen million dollar deal with uh, Bayern Munich,
1: Byron, and that,
4: thats a record going to go into your point. Yeah.
1: That kid is going to be a superstar. Oh, guaranteed. He's ni- was he 19? Was he 18? He's yeah, 17, 18, I thought. Oh, we're all on the board. I, 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 I Dave, guess he's I, Canadian. Well, I don't pay that much Johnny, attention to Canadians. Johnny, how old is. Do you know about this kid? I've heard of him don't know his age. Because he's he's young. I mean, yeah. he
2: looks. It sucks that he's Canadian, too. Yeah, he's Canadian. It'd be nice to have another American in Germany. Yeah,
4: Germany.
1: exactly. But he signed a huge Even contract. It Even if it is Munich.
4: <laughs> he signed
1: a huge contract with by Bayern Munich. Yeah, $13 million. And, uh, That's pretty impressive. Very impressive for an MLS player. He is um, 17 years 17 old. Years old. Just wow. 17 years old. Wow. Can't even legally buy a
3: lottery ticket. And he's scoring goals in Canada NFL Canada. NFL. Can L. What's the drinking age in Germany? 18. 18. So. <laughs> Although they pr- don't check IDs, I don't think, in my <laughs> experience. Check IDs. Over there, you don't. I think, it's not like it is here. You no, know, right? I think it's like Ireland. and Ireland, and I, I was told this before I even went there for the first time, but I saw an act. I mean, if you can see over the bar, you can have a beer. But <laughs> but I think a that's a general rule. That's like man. Wisconsin.
2: Man. Yeah. It's like
4: Wisconsin. But it's not a big deal though over there. It's like no. oh my gosh you're having a beer Right. Mm-hmm. The world's gonna know No, it's they're more responsible. But you know what? You can't drive until you're twenty one over there. So yeah. there's that. You get your so, drinking out before you can drive.
2: So essentially he he just signed a thirteen million dollar deal. Yeah. He's gonna go he can't drive for another four, four years. Yep. Yeah. He technically can't drink for another year. Well But he will. He will, obviously. Uh, he can't bat, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. So they have different opinions of that in Europe as well. Yeah,
1: um, yeah it's pretty crazy. He's a, you, he's a pretty phenomenal kid. When I was watching that game last – or what was that last weekend? Yeah. I'm looking at this kid and I'm going, man, I have never seen – a young kid like this have the skills that he has.
4: How old was Pulisic when he went to
3: Germany? I was going to say that's a, that's a good question. Yeah, I have job. no idea. Because yeah. he was, was, he's got to be in that same range. I think same he was range, 16, yeah. 17, yeah. Yeah, so. I know
4: he was at prom one day, then he had to fly over. Yeah. The yep. <laughs> but prom the problem is, game is, problem is he didn't
3: have this opportunity to have the transfer Correct. from MLS Correct. to yes. a premium Should we team talk about what Europe? we did after
1: yeah. prom? Our senior year? <laughs>
3: I think we could spend, uh, we spend. I think we could spend an hour talk, talking about this. That kid gets to go to. play a
1: game w- in Germany, right? Yeah. After his prom, that, that, that beats everything I did after prom. Let me tell you that much.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah not,
3: we're not, we're we don't need to go into too lines. much yeah, detail. Well, we'll, I think we'll, right now, we'll, maybe we'll, maybe in a future cast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: So let's invite the gentleman on that we could talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see if Jay- yeah. Will come you
1: up. think Bouchard would come no. on? No. Yeah. We're not even gonna bring up that. No. Um, so we have the big high against LAFC. We then go to Vancouver and we have a chance. I mean, we're down three nothing. Right. Like three nil. And um, then we come back and we're thinking, well, maybe we can keep this thing kinda yeah. going a little bit. And then they just totally close the door on us and once again we're back to we can't win more than two games in a row. Right. And, we, know, can't and we can't win on the road And we can't win on the road.
3: Uh, you can't even play them. I, 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 I want to talk about that specifically. So their record on the road now is the one, one and nine. Yeah, it's with brutal. And the problem I have with that is there's it's twofold. I think the, no obviously the, the lack no of draws. wins and no. that John, you, you beat me to the punch. Yeah, the no draws. Why, they can't even manage a point on the road. Why is that? What could be the reasons? Is it is it really the the crowd? Is it the the tough environments or? Well,
4: Sterling and I have to start going to all
3: the way games. You know. It's true true. because they win when
4: we go. Is it the travel?
3: My gosh, you have to travel halfway across the country and get out of your routine and you're not in your comfort zone. It could be, but I am just trying to figure out a reason. I think
1: it's the crowds. I seriously think see I just that the crowds will those teams some victories.
4: Well, you know, I saw
2: I think it was the at home. Yeah. I saw I think it was the Salt Lake City game. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I just remember having seen it passing on Twitter feed, uh, somebody random, I think they were, uh, they were from, I think it was Orlando or something like that, yeah, they yeah. came up here to the game, and they were blown away by the atmosphere, and yeah. they said for a college football stadium that's half full, mm-hmm. the atmosphere was just incredible, so for me, I look at that and I say, it really
1: could be Yeah. It's, it's just a legit home field advantage. Well, and I think it's going to be more so when we get to Allianz next yeah. year. I think it's going to be a huge home field, home, uh, field advantage for us. I, I think that's going to be crazy the whole year. Yeah, and it, what's crazy Wait, what? is I thousand also.
4: Less fans, 2,000, three 3,000.
1: Yeah. But fans who want to
3: be there. But you John, are on top of that and
1: field. And It's all. You in,
3: are on top of it. Enclosed so, for the yes. most yeah. part. The, the pictures that, that your brother, that Chris Andrisky, John's brother, showed us uh, recently this week. I mean. Names aren't important. The, the, <laughs> I just thought I'd throw it out there since I want to credit the. Credit to be due. The pictures that he showed us look just phenomenal, and you can tell just by those pictures that it's such... Yeah, there's 18,000 people less than they're going to have for, you know... 18, is it, isn't it it right, roughly 18,000, 19,000? I hope it's a little 19, more four. than that, John. 19, is it 19,000? 19,400. 19,400. Nineteen four thousand people, not 100 people. Anyways, but... You can tell from those pictures that it is just so enclosed, and yep. that's why when you talk about atmosphere, that's why it's going to be so yep. good because that eighteen thousand, those eighteen thousand people are right on top of. And the we've game. been to, we've been to games so, at Sporting KC, yes,
1: and that's the same deal. Like they you, you're on. Everybody is like right there, and the atmosphere there is fantastic. When
3: you're in the TCF Bank Stadium and you're watching a a sold out match that has maybe 24,000 people in it, like yesterday, but it it doesn't feel sold out because (laughs) you're looking at the upper deck, you're looking at a lot of uh, empty space. But Mm -hmm. next year in Allianz Field, there's going to be 19,400 people there. It's going to feel like there's 50,000 people Mm -hmm. there. I'm sure of it. Yeah. 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 Compare it. Well, like I just said, it, you're, even though we had 24,000 people there, it, it felt empty. Whereas a for football games, now I'm not going to get into them too much, but you know they they don't always sell out their games. No, they get close though. Every game's, you know, is mostly full. Yep. And the Wisconsin games, the Iowa games, the Nebraska mm-hmm. games, they're basically sellouts. And, and the atmosphere just can get crazy. The only problem is is that atmosphere that you have on ki- the opening kickoff, yeah. unfortunately <laughs> for the Gophers, disappears fairly quickly <laughs> in a lot of cases. <laughs> that's so you lose all, that home field advantage because, rather quickly. That's because all the young all students are already drunk.
1: That's, that's all, the all the I'm going to say about the
3: Gophers. So, but, they can't yeah. sustain through the whole
1: game. That's the deal. Yeah. You've got to be able to sustain. Yeah. Um, so Vancouver was a huge blow to our whole kind of winning streak and we're getting in the I mean before that game I think we were a what we were in 8th place or we were up in the 7th place 7th place, place. Yeah. we're above yeah. the line so we're above the line then we lose Vancouver we drop below the line right so then we go well, into this game what line are you talking about well eighth and
2: place. actually and first I want to point out the the Vancouver game statistically it was a complete uh, bloodbath really we we had um, 67% possession. Yeah. And uh, we had 74% passing in the attacking half, 73% passing in the final third. I would almost put money on those being the highest numbers we've had all season. That's that's
1: very likely. And it, we, lost.
3: Yeah, so we lost. We lost. Yeah. We can move
2: on now.
1: So we can move. Oh, and Den Lottie had his first goal of the season. He did. Yes. He came in. Actually, I'll mention that quickly. He came in and added a little bit of a spark at the end of that right. game. And which was a good thing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but
3: they couldn't, of course, they couldn't. Especially since he'll be replacing Christian Ramirez. Uh, yeah, maybe. Ooh. One one last. Is, I, I, was, I, I almost went into a rant here on air about the uh, MLS app because it's been giving me fits, and as yeah. the stats and info guy, I kind of rely on it yeah. to try and give us stats. Fortunately, Dave, Dave had us covered there with the stats for that game. but. Going back to touch on, like, the stats and the Alfonso Davies that you brought up, Tony, mm-hmm. his Audi index was 1,237 for that particular game. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, know that gosh. I've seen a higher one that, since That's I've crazy. been looking at these stats. Uh, as I mean, what's, what's Darwin podcast. usually at?
1: Is he, He's in the high 900s, right? Well, if if he's scoring a goal, he is. Uh, against yeah.
3: L.A., he was, um, like,
2: I noted this, 1,100, I think. 1,100, I, As okay. I'm
3: looking at it here for the Vancouver game, Darwin was at 918, like okay. the highest rated. Okay, uh, yeah. Loon's player
1: he's going to be a good one for for Bayern Munich let me tell you Yep.
3: Um, I mean,
4: do you see him starting right I don't is he going to like, I think is he'll is he going to be on the main club no I think no. he'll
3: he'll probably so. sit back yeah but. reserve you never know it didn't t- you know like John your point was good with Interrupt. what are these things
1: are they like a Wi-Fi thing or something they're USB
2: this thing Yeah. yeah
1: huh
2: yeah, they're plugged in right mm-hmm.
3: Wow. Pretty slick. Well, what the
1: fuck is it?
3: I mean, is it... <laughs> a microphone. Microphone.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah.
3: Where we're doing you a sp- podcast. Okay. Podcast. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's all right. No, no worries. <laughs> no problem. We can edit out. <laughs> it's
0: not
4: live.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so, um, anywho... Where were we? Where were we? I we're were at, completely uh, forgot. talking about Vancouver. No so... Reason. We're gonna get into last night's match, but I think we should probably take a break now. Grab uh, Yeah? No? Sure, we can do that. Okay. Probably take a break, uh, grab some more beers, and then we'll get into the last night's match that we were all at. And uh, we have a lot to talk about from last night, so uh, we'll be back in a little bit. back everybody. We've uh, had an opportunity to grab some new beers. Dave, the bartender here, was kind enough to uh, give us a free round of uh, samples, a free uh, flight per se.
3: So I am uh, trying the uh, dark, is it? Dave, is it Dark Soul IDA? It is. Yes. It's a, the it's a Dark Soul IDA. I'm also having that mm-hmm. and uh, I, I loved it. In fact, mm-hmm. I had a flight and usually I kind of want to try each one, but I took the first sip of that and I couldn't get away from it. So yeah. Dave was ta- telling me what it was basically. The IDA is a, uh, for people who don't know, would be a, I didn't know, it was an India Dark Ale. It's okay. Called. So and what it really is and when you get it down to it, it's basically a cross between an IPA and a stout. Okay. It's, it's really delicious. It's, it looks like a stout. It looks like a stout. But when you taste it, it's super hoppy. And, and yeah. they've got a little scale, a hoppiness scale on all their beers. It's either one through five. This one would be a five. Off on the charts. Hoppiness scale, yeah. But it, it's good. And I'm not an IPA fan. I've said that multiple times on this yeah. show. But, uh, hey, I loved it. And I think yeah. it was because it's the cross with the IPA and a stout. It's delicious.
1: Um, so we each got flights. Dave Sterling had some Von Hansen's meat. They have a meat sampler here.
2: Yeah, the, uh, I mean, anybody that's from the Twin Cities should check out Von Hansen's. Yeah, but they're all over the place. they're fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, in terms of my beer, yeah, I failed to be able to mention at the beginning that the Hellas and the Cream mm-hmm. are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a day like today, hot, well, kind of hot. Kind of hot. Really humid. humid. Yeah. I mean, they're really good. Yeah. Um, I've only had the rye so far on this flight, and the rye's pretty pretty solid.
1: Um, I want to thank Alloy Brewing again for letting us come out here on their patio and do our podcast. Um, Also, Dave, the bartender, who has been very gracious and very nice. Um, I'll be seeing Dave out at Monticello Brewfest in two weeks, so look forward to seeing the beers they bring out to that. Um, Also, the Chili Line food truck has showed up here at Alloy Brewing, so have to check them out after the podcast and uh see what kind of food they got um, and
2: if you do possibly hear a little bit of rumbling that's probably their generator that's a food truck i'm yeah. gonna try to kind of minimize that minimize
1: load, it but, but yeah it's okay i've already forgot about it That's so hopefully yeah, the playback is not out, too bad. Yeah. it's ambient noise
2: that yeah. helps remind you that we're doing this that's right we're doing the way this we're doing it
1: we're doing it out yeah we're recording it someplace where there's uh ambient noise so um we want to mention again uh like we talked about in the top of the podcast we are now on the beautiful game network uh bgn.fm uh so if you're listening to this go out and check out their website all of our podcasts are available up there right now i think uh they announced on twitter they had, they had uh taken us uh, on board uh so go out and give them a listen give them some clicks uh keep growing that site because uh, we're excited about it and um uh, Anything we can do to grow the soccer podcast community, we're all about that. So. Yeah,
2: and also, if you want to see me run my mouth on Twitter, um, apparently <laughs> they've had attached our Twitter <laughs> account to that. So uh, hopefully I won't do any faux pas. Th- Forget that my personal page isn't up and it's my yeah. the lunacy page. Better better you
3: than me. Are, are you talking it. about your personal Twitter account or the... Same? No, it's the
2: lunacy. The Twitter lunacy. Yeah. Okay. But the problem is, is with the app... You have to switch between personal yeah, to, yeah. and the mm-hmm. lunacy one. Yeah. So now I'm going to really have to pay attention to the lunacy ones.
1: Maybe you need a burner phone just for the lunacy podcast. Right, yeah. <laughs> just a burner <laughs> for that. Um, Johnny is still with us. Um, we've got some uh, We got some crowd noise. Johnny's still with us. His fiance Jenny, left before we could actually interview her about what she likes about Johnny the most.
2: Yeah, we were going to kick him out
1: and have yeah. her talk yeah. on the record, but... Yeah. They didn't work. Yeah, but she left before. Enough. She had enough of us. <laughs> she did. I do want to mention my dad uh, is here with a couple of his friends. They've been drinking beer and listening to the podcast periodically. They're not big soccer fans by any means, uh, but they've been here uh, kind of hanging out. So it's nice to have uh, people that we know kind of hang out and come to these podcasts. So, um, so do we want to get into last night's game? Because we were all there. Well, I don't know that we want to, but we have to. We right? have to. We were all there. Okay, we all were there. We saw what happened. Um, we had that game in hand. We did. It was one one nil. We were going. Wonderwall was going to play. It was going to be great. And then all of a sudden, there's a handball in the in the box, and uh, it's tied up. And then we lose it.
2: And I'd like to say that we had the game in hand, and then Minnesota United happened. <laughs> because that's just the way it is.
3: And that's the way it goes. Yeah, and have you had a chance to... I I, I have a couple friends that aren't even big soccer fans. Uh, mm-hmm. Colin Boyd would be one who, who... He definitely would get into the World Cup, but he's not an avid follower of the Loons. But what he loves most about the Loons, and I'm not joking, is Adrian Heath. And he makes a point of listening to AJ and Heath's post game comments yeah. and I, and this this has been a common theme uh, not not being able to finish games out so did we hear what he said I last i haven't night? that's why i was going to ask you if you I didn't had listened hear it cause to it I, yet. I, we were yeah you driving know i didn't home. get yeah. a chance
2: to yeah. to listen to the presser i was actually i told john that i was excited to and i just never got around to yeah. it yeah um you know i i did on my personal twitter page mm-hmm. start a oh. bit of a kerfuffle uh, supporting Adrian Heath because, yeah. honestly, I think he he's a decent manager. I think people grade him on a few things. First, they're grading him on Orlando, which he didn't do well at. Yeah. But, the, again, Orlando's team was terrible. Um, and they grade him on the fact that they're biased pieces of shit who <laughs> want and demand, I don't know, Carl Craig from two fucking years ago. Whatever the situation is, it's a pretty standard line that if you're a dark cloud, you hate Adrian Heath. And it, it's it's really pretty pathetic. I think it's, it's annoying as hell to sit on Twitter and see these people bitch about Adrian Heath thinking that they're like some... Monday morning quarterback that knows better, yeah. And they they have all these asinine complaints about him. And honestly, I don't think he's doing that bad. No. Uh, you know, I look at I, I look at last night's game, and it, even Jeff Reuter got into it about how he left the game with a sub, a new sub. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who's he going to sub in? Okay, we we just allowed a draw. I mean, it's now a draw. Mm-hmm. We allowed the penalty. So it goes. Now we have to think offensively or we have to think defensively. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, our defense is complete and utter shit. Yep. So why in the world would we bring in Romario Ibarra and what? force us to go offensive yeah. hoping we can get a goal? I think we need to stay where we are. Yes. And just suck it up and try to get the point. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing
3: Adrian Heath did caused the second goal. No. no. And, and just it's just the way it is, and, and I'm gonna back you up on that, and ju- just because of the simple fact that over the ninety minutes, it it was a good game, and yes, mm-hmm. I, I could it have could you have expected more goals? I mean, yeah, I think I think the loons had really a they couple did. clear opportunities to maybe put the second goal on the board, yeah, maybe even a third. They didn't do that, but yes, but as a whole, I think the game was. was it was good mm-hmm. on all on all on all sides defensively offensively midfield so well my thing is I, I think
1: the turning point of that game and you guys will probably agree with me is the handball in right. the box that turned the game over well it's almost like after that happened balloon said well we're not going to win this game or we're not we're not going to win we're going to get a tie out of it and they kind of play i think after that they played a little more uh, passively, I don't think they played as aggressively on, on,
3: after that. Yeah, on a yeah. personal note though, didn't you feel the same way? That's when when they tied it up. Yeah, it was, yeah that's how exactly I yeah. how I felt. I yeah. said, "Oh, it's over." It's over. I was thinking long term. I was thinking playoff hopes. I was mm. never mind the game itself, the the ninety six minutes that ended up playing out. I I was looking at the season as a whole. I felt yeah. so deflated yep. with the tying goal. I, yep. I, well, it you was know, and so for, tough for so, me. A tying goal wasn't a big deal because
2: it it kept. It kept the distance between us and Seattle the same. Mm-hmm. I think Seattle for us is the biggest issue. Uh, obviously, Vancouver is a big issue uh, to an extent, but I think for us, Seattle with the way they're playing, they've got well now they're three or four in a row wins. Yep. Uh, and it, they're the the team that's climbing. Vancouver has some games here and there. You know, Colorado's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they did win and uh, Sam Nicholson got a goal. Um okay. Sorry, sidetracked. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But I think for us, a point was better than nothing, obviously. Yes, I wish. Yeah. And it, I think the problem is I pointed out with uh, Toronto win, mm-hmm. Colorado loss, mm-hmm. um, Houston loss. We have this issue, and you just brought it up, We become extremely passive Mm -hmm. when we decide to go into a defensive shell. Yep. And it doesn't matter what happens. If we're playing for whatever that that, uh, outcome is at that moment, Mm -hmm. we end up sucking it up Mm -hmm. big time. And that's what happened in Colorado where we're like, okay, this is where we are. We have the lead. And then all of a sudden we concede a goal. It's like, okay, we're going to play defensive. Mm -hmm. Miller came on. We're going to play really defensive, and we give up another goal. Of course we do. And it, in Toronto, it was the same thing. And it, you you see it. And, in fact, Salt Lake, it was really pretty similar. Yeah. Thing. And it, whatever reason, you know, a good team, this is what separates us from being a good team. Good teams can go back into a shell mm-hmm. and absorb 15, 20 minutes of pressure mm-hmm. and come out with that result they need.
1: We can't do that. and it, we Yeah, we can't do that. We're an offensive team, Dave. We're yep. an offensive team. I look at it like I, I, I make the reference to basketball. I look at uh, some teams back in the late 80s, early 90s, like run uh, – it was, it was Golden State. Was run DMC. was It was, a, it was a Mitch Richmond and uh, Mullen and Hardaway. And they would score buckets of buckets. They didn't play defense. They just wanted to outscore you. Right. Okay. Same thing with football. Dave – Teams play the used to play the run and shoot. Remember the run and shoot oh, back yeah. in football. Yep. The goal was to make as many touchdowns as possible because your defense totally sucked. Okay? Right. It's exactly what the loons should be doing, and we saw that against L.A.F.C. Right. We saw that we could score five goals, and a great offense could be a good defense. And
3: and, and Dave made Dave Sterling made the perfect point earlier. You know, and t- talking about. Talking about the goal, I think, it, you know, bringing it back on into the Seattle and the context and how they, they're changing their philosophy, changing their style of play. Like, this game was a good example, and their their first the first goal, scored by the Loons, mm-hmm. you know, was, was really a great goal by Darwin. He, he made some moves and made it happen. But what I was, and I think I'm going to bring it up full circle and get Gomez into the conversation, is just the way that Gomez, I thought, was doing a good job early on. In on the game, I know Sterling will have a few things to say about that and why I'm wrong, and and because from my point of view, <laughs> I think I think Gomez was having a really good game, and and Sterling is going to have some valid points to knock that, and I, as the stats and info guy, have a few stats to back Sterling up as well. Oh, but okay. I just like that first goal, how it was, you know, you know, it's the short version, but we. Gomez crossed, crossed the ball all the way across the field, and then it came all the way back, and, and then finally got it to Darwin. But my bottom line is I think Gomez was doing a good job of getting the ball to Quintero early on in that game, but giving him should, the chances. That's what he should be doing. Yeah. That's, that's what he should be doing but every game. The thing I'll say is I was expe- I looked on the Audi Player Index. I'm starting to like that more and more. I bring it up every episode, but <laughs> I was shocked. Shocked to see that Gomez's rating was only 181. Yeah, for game. So well, maybe maybe there was a Did you few. look
2: to see the stats as what made him negative?
3: I, I can pull that up. I haven't
2: yet. Well, what made him negative uh, is uh, he him. sucks. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, so
2: thank you for suggesting that I might actually be right statistically, which is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't necessarily say that he was bad. I just don't think he had a quote-unquote very good I mean, yeah. you know, at halftime, we got we got together up at the Cock Horse and we were, we were chatting about it. And I said he was okay. Yeah. Because he had two very specific instances where he, he didn't look okay. Yeah. And I forget what the first one was. But the second one was his shot that was actually a pretty solid shot. John, you remember that? The screamer that just
1: missed. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was From close. our perspective, it looked like and it. And ours. close, yeah.
2: Ultimately, my complaint with that was... We had Rodriguez wide open in the box. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he could have done the across yep. right to his head, like he did all the way across the box to mm-hmm. Ibarra on the goal, yeah. that would have been a goal. Yeah, it would have been. and it, Or at least a good shot. Yeah. Right? A good chance. And so for me, that is Gomez to a team. Mm-hmm. He does these things where. It's like he's he's right there, which yeah. makes me think that maybe we're gonna sign him mm-hmm. because he's he's like Sam Nicholson. He's like right on the edge
3: of yes. being yeah. something.
1: But he makes too many mistakes yeah, though and, at this and point. And he does. And he makes way too many
3: mistakes. And that that is that that is why you guys are correct. I, I'm trying to play the devil's advocate advocate and get on, on get on his side but, but that's it. He makes too much mistakes. And getting back to that Audi index we brought up, why was it so low when like someone like myself thought he played a good game? Well, it basically came down to mistakes. The biggest Three knocks against him were unsuccessful passes in his own half. Yep, and unsuccessful passes in the opposition I'm half. Pretty sure he had three one and five respectively.
2: Okay. Yep. I'm pretty sure one of my complaints was against the pass. Yeah, yeah And, and what,
3: what? Yeah, I thought that was. I thought just looking at what knocked him down so much of the unsuccessful passes. You brought up a point where it wasn't necessarily an unsuccessful pass, but he missed an opportunity. Well, and we talked about this before with Gomez is he he makes mistakes
4: with
1: the passing. The passing is he's got to get better at making passes. Yeah. He's out of control a lot of the time. And the thing is, is as a wing back, if he's going to
2: play that position Mm -hmm. in 3-5-2, that's what he is there for. Mm -hmm. The whole point of his position is to spread the defense
1: and cross it. Do you know what happens whenever he gets the ball? You know what goes on in my mind? I hear the song going. What's he gonna do next? You know, I swear to God, that's what happens every time he gets the ball when I'm watching him. He needs to get better at that, and I think he can be a great player if he gets better at passing. Well, and it, you know, maybe it comes down to something
2: that we've said numerous times about Quintero, his soccer IQ. Yes, yes. Maybe. Gomez has the skill. Uh-huh. He just doesn't quite have
1: that IQ. yet. Which at his age what is he twenty-two? Is he twenty I think he's twenty-four. Cantero? No, uh, uh Gomez. Gomez.
2: Um, if he's below twenty-five, yeah. It's okay. that I mean come. your prime is That'll like twenty six to 30 that mm-hmm. That'll come. Yeah, so I mean it's fine if his IQ's a little low. Mm-hmm. And it, so in the off season if we end up Signing him permanently because I know we have that option. We do. Uh, I I think I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we should have done that.
1: Twenty-five. Yes. Okay. 25? Okay. Right. So he's right on the he's edge. He's right on there. Yeah.
2: Um, I I think we should have done that with Sam. Again. So the fact that I'd be okay with Gomez it makes it makes me a little bit critical, maybe. But I I think.
1: At twenty five also. I don't know, he's getting to that point. You should be getting there at some point. I mean you should you should start having some good IQ yeah. about the game as a whole. I mean look at Darwin, he's thirty and he knows everything that's going on. Yeah. He knows when to pass, he knows when to shoot, he knows if guys are old. he's got that locked in. And if Gomez can get a little bit of that, he'd be I would be cool with him being on his team. But right now, they he started Last night, but he didn't start. Did he start against uh, Vancouver? I don't think he did. Or was it LAFC? He didn't start against. I think he did because Romario Ibar
2: Jr. Okay. Um, came in as a sub, unless Millers.
1: In LAFC. No, against Vancouver. Oh, hmm. I don't remember. I literally just watched him. I don't him. think he started one of the last couple games. Romario. Uh, Gomez.
3: Yeah. No, I. You know, I
1: I, I think he was out. Work, but he,
3: yeah, it might well, have been I'll Miller tell you, he, he, it was the Vancouver game. Um, Miller came in for Gomez because okay. I think Gomez actually okay, got so Gomez hurt in that okay, game. That so Gomez did start Vancouver. Um,
2: yeah, I, I mean, he's 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 kind of Ibsen, honestly. Yeah. But Ibsen's more frustrating because of the fact that he's older. Yes. And he should know better. Gomez. He he had. I I would agree with Dave. He had those moments last night where he was like, that's what we want to see. In fact, his cut-ins yeah. uh, were exactly what what we want to see. In fact, I mentioned to, mentioned to John on his shot that he clearly has absolutely no right foot because he cut in and he immediately took that extra moment to get on his left foot to mm-hmm. take the shot. Mm-hmm. And it, quite honestly, that might have been... But well, the made rate it go off yeah, yeah. because he just – the defender got
1: in a little bit more sure and he enough. felt like he had to compensate. He hurt it. Yeah. Um, I will say you, – you've been talking a lot about Ibsen today. I will say in the past couple games I've gotten more and more frustrated with him and his ball handling at midfield. I, I, I Every time he gets it, I'm scared yeah. that he's going to make a mistake.
2: You know, and I could bitch a little bit more about the supporter section. Um Guaranteed, again, if you like Ibsen, you're a supporter. If you're Dark Cloud, guaranteed you like Ibsen. Look, fantastic supporter section. We have huge, hugely fantastic supporters. section. Yeah. I I, I love what they do in the community. I love what they do for the atmosphere. But, my God, it's not the NASL anymore. No. I get it. Ibsen was here when we were nothing. Yep, But... He's not any good. No. He has some flashing moments mm-hmm. of what he was, and they're surrounded by eighty percent of crap. Mm-hmm.
1: And it, it, it's, yeah. I think that the supporter section, and I'll give them all the props. Great section, right? I think ninety percent of those people are homers. You know. Thank you. Thanks. 90 percent of those guys are homers, right? Right. And so every every player they're like, "Oh, he's great, he's great, he's great, he's great." I don't know if I could I don't I could ever be like that with a team. I mean, Dave, you you're a big Vikings fan. Yes, yep. Do you think every player on the Vikings is a good player? No. Exactly, right. No.
3: And and I and it's funny that you, Dave brought up the point, Homer. I mean, yeah, I fit that bill. I am a homer by definition. Yeah. However, you know, I, I don't think it's unfair to be critical of certain players. It's not unfair to be critical. Yeah.
2: Sorry, I have to say, it's fantastic to hear somebody admit that they're a homer. Yeah. Oh, I I don't have a well, problem Dave, with that. Well, Dave Dave is a
1: big Minnesota sports fan. Homer, I am though. Absolutely, Homer. Uh, so. I, I'm the way with the Twins though. I look at it and I go. You know, if a guy's not doing well, I, I, I totally am down. I, I, I will say it. I'm down on this guy. I will not sit there and make up excuses for why he's not doing well. I will not sit there and say, well, you know, he had a bad game, but he's going to be great. No. Yeah. It is. You see it. It is what it is.
3: And just to be clear, um, like when I bring up points, you know, about Gomez and you know Ibsen or whoever it is, I, I'm not doing that because I absolutely support Gomez or absolutely support Ibsen. I just want to. I just want to provide a little counter to your points. and Yeah, and I want – this deal.
1: We can all agree here, guys. I, we want this to be the best team we can have. Right. Okay? Yeah. So when we're making these comments about these guys, it's things that we're seeing that I don't think play well in MLS. And other guys can do a better job. You know? So making some roster changes or making some lineup changes might be the best thing. And I'm sure people would come on and say, well, Gomez, you just need to give Gomez time. Well, how much more time can we possibly give him? Right. If we give him all year, if we start him most of the games this year, and then we come out and we sign him, and we go into next year with him starting, and he totally sucks, we're gonna look like fools. Right, I agree. Our front office is gonna look stupid, like they have looked before with some of the signings we've done, or the non-signings we've done, you know? Manny Lagos has looked not great in some of his signings. Now, we'll see. The Darwin signing was great,
3: and maybe Rodriguez and abar Jr. will be great too. Right, good, good, but we have yet to see that. Good point, and we haven't seen it yet. However, yesterday was the first uh, first game in which both our DPS were starting, you know, in their forward positions yes. with uh, um, Angelo Rodriguez and Darwin Quintero, of course. Um, did I I actually did I get that right? Rodriguez is the other DP. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they were both starting up front. Now, Rodriguez didn't score a goal, but he he got himself into a couple fantastic positions, and almost he had two header opportunities that were, and I think, unfortunately, just pushed wide. But, yeah, yeah, I think we saw something there. We did. Because some of those headers are going to find the back of the net eventually, and 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 he got himself there.
2: And I pointed out at halftime, I said, look, we have never had that presence in the box. No. This big guy... Who is right there for a header. I mean, and it, it's important to point out that when I make comments about Christian Ramirez, right, I don't think Christian him. Ramirez is a bad player. He's not I, a bad I player. I really don't. I he's think he's very good. Very good. However, I feel like our system needs a different direction. Exactly. And I could get into it about arguments I've gotten into on Twitter about how should you change a system or should you change a player, I will go on record every day of the week and say you do not change a system for a specific player. You don't. Ever. Ever. No. If, if it's one player, mm-hmm. you change the player. That's right. Plain and simple. That's right. And it as much as I love Christian Ramirez, I mean, he's a... He seems like he's a very, very cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I met him very briefly at the uh, 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 season ticket holders uh, thing last fall. Yeah. And, I mean, he seemed like a really cool guy. He was interacting with all the other fans there. Seems like a really cool guy. I follow him on Twitter. He posts a lot of pictures of his daughter. Seems like a very personable person, a very human person. And it's it's fantastic. I I think he belongs somewhere. I just don't know that he belongs in our system. And so with that... Rodriguez seems like maybe he belongs more in our system. We yep. have some guys, in Ibarra, who uh, who can cross the ball really well. Mm-hmm. Gomez showed hints of being able to cross the ball. Yep. You know, occasionally. And Ibarra, uh, senior or junior? Sorry, junior. Yes, Mario. Junior, yeah, um, Mario. Uh, his one of his strong suits is is playing that advanced winger role mm-hmm. that can interact with players in the box. Yeah. Look, that's we need Rodriguez. Now, yeah. I don't argue that uh, Ramirez can fit into a role in some sense. We just never have had that dominant position in the box. No. And I think Rodriguez fits that. Now, obviously, we've only seen him for one game. Yeah, But even just one start, we saw a couple – examples of where that is exactly the type of player that we need.
1: And I think it's all comes back to the fact that I think we got on Adrian Heath a little bit in the beginning of the season about not playing the right system and not getting your guys to fit into where they need to go. Right Now I think he's gotten to a point where he says, okay, he's gone to Manny and said, Manny, I need this guy and this guy and this guy. I need these positions because having Christian in this position really doesn't fit what I'm trying to do. Right. Even though he scores goals, he's not fitting. So we go out and get Rodriguez, which is fine. So I think we're starting to see... Do you think Heath is putting a little pressure on Manny now to say, hey, we need to sign some better guys? So I saw um, on Twitter
2: some media people were talking about last night Manny was in the locker room.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And apparently, I mean, they kind of made it to be something that's not very normal. Yeah. And he was kind of going around shaking hands and I, I jokingly said oh is he is it like a farewell tour cuz I, I hate manny mm-hmm. i really do i've never liked him <laughs> manager whatever the hell his position is now yeah um and it, i've come to the the realization that he the Legos family is such a piece of minnesota soccer that yes, i don't see them leaving They soon they are soon. They're huge but the reality is, I don't think he has any idea what he's doing. I think he's well over his head. Yeah. And I think Heath is, unfortunately, taking a huge piece of the attack. He's become the scapegoat. Yeah. For what Manny's been doing. And it, look, I Darwin maybe was, or is, has been a uh, an exception. Mm-hmm. But... I I really think Manny needs to go. I and it, the fact that he was down in the locker room last night after a a horrifying loss mm-hmm. tells me that he's trying to connect with the
1: players somehow. I'll give Manny the benefit of the doubt. I will I will say that we need to wait a little bit to see if these two signings we got are going to make a difference here. If they make a difference then maybe he's turned a corner, maybe Maybe he's listening to Heath more. Maybe Heath right. has gotten into his face a little more and said, hey, "Hey, listen, Manny, I need players I can work with. I don't need players from our old NASL days. I need to get these guys kind of out because they're not fitting my system. Right. So give me some more guys. And maybe that's what he's doing. So, but if these two guys don't work out, then I think Manny needs to go. How I long, how the long of a wait is that? Well, we picked these guys up. Finally, you've said something. Yeah, we picked these. Johnny, we picked these guys up what halfway through the season. We're over halfway. But, we're oh, halfway. Oh, we're, well, I mean, Quintero came in what games five, six? Well, Quintero was an early signing, but these but, two yeah, guys are halfway. Okay. Well, what, so I give him a half a
4: season. How much does Manny have to play with cash wise to give what Adrian wants? That's a good question. It I, we goes don't know. Up to McGuire, we don't know. I mean, no, that's a
2: that's a good point. I
4: mean, I think I, I, I've I... said that before. It's like I think there's too many people in any sport that the manager, coach, mm. so be it, I, they get too much grief. I mean, now it's yeah. going to ha- not to switch it when now was Paul Molitor done. They're going to get a fresh no. new
3: manager. I, next but year. I think they. I don't. I don't think money is a huge issue. I mean, I think they. 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 They took their swings. They. Mm-hmm. They brought in another DP and an international player, and I think they. They're making moves that they want to make. I don't think money's a limiting factor. If it is, I think that's where the difficult decisions are going to come in because are they? They could trade Christian Ramirez right now for more. They all could, money. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a I th- I possibility. Think would, I think, think he'd be a record uh, tam gam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think if there was, if they wanted to spend more money, I think they would. I think they could, and that would be one move they could make to get some more money to spend. But, However, but I, we, I don't.
4: We understand that right now, McGuire is paying something else off that the stadium, right, and in training. The so ads like, and everybody else yeah. that are involved,
3: But, but don't. We're seeing it though. They they are ramping up. They are, up. Doing stuff. They are ramping saying, up for next season. But, but. Well, how long do you give
4: them?
1: But it's not like it's not like Arthur Blank in Atlanta where he had tons of money. Yeah. Right. Well, and he didn't pay anything to the stadium. Exactly. We go into Atlanta Falcons Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah. They play there. They have almost sellouts every game. Right. So he's making money. He's making so much money that he took his concessions and, and cut them in half. Right. They got that. Which is crazy, them. crazy. Right. So I think that three
4: bucks for a hot
1: dog. I well yeah three bucks for a hot dog and beer sales I'm sure through the roof but I think McGuire is looking to next year at Allianz and saying okay this is where I'm gonna start making my money then I, this is when I do and see s- that I'm yeah. not- so these two signings plus Quintero get us to that cool. new stadium and get Agreed. us
4: kind of how much, there. How much do they rent TCF for? I no, I
1: don't, well, I don't know. know the number, but I'm sure it's, it's not, never been disclosed. I'm sure it's it, not cheap.
3: Two, to, to, I think we answered John's question. Tony, you did, and I ag- agree. I think the answer to your question is no. We're not going to jump off the bandwagon if, if they fail to make the playoffs this mm. year. But I think it's 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 next year. The moves are going to the, the moves that they made weeks ago, a few months ago, yep. are going to they're going to play pieces here in this in the last half yep. of the season here, leading up to the end. And uh, it might not be enough to make the playoffs, but those pieces are also going to be in play for the start of next season.
1: You're setting it up for Allianz Field. And I hope they do not make the same mistake the Minnesota Twins did when they went to Target Field. Remember what happened then? Yes. It was set up to have this dynasty for the Twins going into Target Field, right? Right. And then our ownership group and our GM totally s the bed, and guess what happened? Attendance went down. People don't go to the games anymore. I mean, they do, but... I, I. I don't want that to happen with Allianz Field. I don't want. Right. I don't want and to I, see that.
3: I, don't, I think. I think. Fortunately for the loons, I think they're gonna have a little more uh, cushion, a little more leeway to play with. They will. Because it's a new sport. I, I honestly believe, like, well, I don't believe. I know almost. I can. I guess it's not a fact, but it's my strong opinion that they are gonna sell that stadium out every single game next year. If. Regardless of their mm-hmm. performance, I think yeah. they'll do that, it, that might yeah, next even year and years. 2020. The regardless yeah. of the performance might even carry over into years three and four. and I say years three and four in the I new stadium, so. and that's only because you're gonna you're gonna get some new soccer fans. Yes. there's no, in my opinion, there's no doubt. There's gonna be a lot of new soccer fans in this state because of that field, because of that atmosphere. we talked about this People before. People don't know unless you've traveled to Kansas City or Chicago or other MLS yeah. no, soccer. I yeah, Chicago. I, I bad. will say Chicago. Bad I what I what I guess I find never mind the specific city. What I'm saying is until you've been in a soccer specific stadium mm-hmm. to watch a soccer match, yeah, give me you don't know what you're missing. No, you And don't. these people that are going to go in there for the first time next year, they're going to be blown away. And I think the other thing too is we're going to have a bigger, I think we're going to
1: have a bigger crowd support next year in Allianz because people who love soccer want to be there. Yeah. TCF Bank. It's like they aren't always. People aren't really. There's not a lot of. There's soccer fans there, yes, but there yeah. are some guy people who are there just baby to see soccer, mantis. right? Yeah. You have a baby so. praying
3: mantis on your microphone. Right you. I do.
1: Oh, look, it's a baby praying mantis.
3: <laughs> Sorry, uh, I microphone. can I can confirm that is a baby praying. mantis.
4: Maybe not. <laughs> going back. How rude! Down Thank down. you. Like, come on.
3: Just to put some context into the context go, go into the podcast, the the person who's revving their engine can't actually see that we're trying to do a live podcast. Oh, I think they, they were still here. They know there's a brewery. They, they know.
4: Going back to the game real quick, and we talked about this closer to the end. When when we had breakaways, <laughs> can, especially that one.
2: Yeah, this you is looked, on notes.
4: You look. I mean, can Darwin, he's up the pitch. He has nowhere to go to. You look no at one. midfield. There's people. They're Watching. jogging. Yeah. They're jogging. Yeah. I'm like that's why I was gonna say yeah it was a good game but it looked like they gave up at the end, for Yeah. And then that's why that's when this brings me up with the rumors. why didn't you just throw him in there for a fresh set of legs? Then you're saying because.
1: Again. We don't want to get into because that. we because we fall but, back in a defensive position when we start. Yeah. When you we, we do. Goal. I do want to get into that, but not yet.
4: Okay, but it's it's just like I noticed that. Because there was that one play. It was, what maybe 10 minutes left or after their first
2: goal or penalty kick. Yeah, I remember you pointing it out.
4: And I'm like, why are they walking, Yeah. jogging? Darwin can only do so much.
2: Yeah. You know, so we've probably gone on that point enough. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the handball. Okay. So the handball was a handball. Yeah, it was. No one's disputing that. No. It was a handball. Nope. However... Var. The rules are, you do not review until a dead ball. Mm -hmm. Now we had a situation. There's a cross into the box. Torres was there for the header. He either missed it or maybe got a piece of it. But Ibarra's hand got a piece of the ball. Yep. Popped it out of the box. We countered. Got all the way down. It missed. I, it was it was a goal. Had it not been what like a foot wide, two feet wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, rules VAR says you don't review until a stoppage of time mm-hmm. or a stoppage of play, sorry. So, we went through a whole sequence that could have included a goal. Goal by yeah. Minnesota. And it, had that been a goal, yes, and then been reviewed, we've got a little. Uh, a little bit of um, contention here as to what this is. I'm fairly certain, according to the VIR rules, that goal would have been disallowed. It would have gone back for a PK. And, and so there've been
4: riots. On, somebody told me on the train that it would have stood. And, and that's a good
3: that's a good down. point. Like if if you're listening to this now and you know the answer yeah. to that question, comment please comment on our yeah. page. Let us I mean, the reality is,
2: look, if it was disallowed, like I'm I'm fairly certain it is. Yes. We would have had a goal, and then we would have had it with. Draw for a PK to Seattle. Yes, with zero explanation. Because, I mean, John can speak for our section. Literally,
3: no one knew what happened. No, yeah, and, we and didn't either. And, and, and that's well, the like key. That. Somebody
4: ex- I, and I got up and yelled. Somebody explained this to yeah. us. I was yeah. screaming. Like, I was screaming or?
3: the same thing. And then that to to the to that point, the VAR, how they with the dead ball and like if they're going to do it that way you know you can debate about how how you stop play how you review you can debate that all day long but what I want to know as a fan all four of us and Nels we were all at the game and I think it's a huge problem the fact that we're all in the game and we don't know what happened we don't know why they're lining up to take a penalty kick don't know after action on our side of the field and, and they see, line up in the 90th minute to kick a penalty kick to tie the game and with, we have no idea why zero with not.
1: VAR i think they should make a rule that you can stop the clock to explain what happened
3: in those circumstances i, agree. I, I don't or put put it put it up on the scoreboard yeah, yeah exactly say, right oh, cuz you know, i mean maybe the commentators on if you're if you're watching the broadcast on Fox say Sports it, yeah. Plus, they'll yeah. say oh they're going to review yeah they, they know what's going on but yeah I mean, the twenty-two, four twenty-four thousand people in the stands had no. We clue. Had no idea. All we know is, all of a sudden, they have a penalty kick in the ninety-plus minute to yeah, tie yep, the game. Yeah. What's even worse
2: is, I was, I was going back to the uh, the MLS app while I was going back to Target Fuel Station. It took until I think it was the West Bank station, so it would have been the next station over. Yeah. Before they even posted a video of it, mm. so I was like, MLS app took. God, that must have been twenty minutes. Twenty, yeah. To least even least. post yep. a highlight of it. Yeah. So I'm like, what the hell's the point of it? You know, John can attest to this. I was on my phone, refreshing over and over, trying to figure out what the hell it was. I think it was right before they. Was it right before they scored their second goal their second, that I finally said, "Oh, it was a handball
1: by Ibarra." So you, there's there's ways you can deal with this. Either you put the VAR feed up on the big screens. Yep. You show the stadium what's going on, yep. why it's happening, or you stop the clock, the ref comes out to midfield, just like they do in NFL, yep. and say, here's what we're looking at, here's what happened, this is why we're doing this.
2: And it, you know, and with the limited amount of situations where BAR is going to use, for the love of God, just do the second. Stop the damn yeah. clock. Just stop you
4: know, it. You're going to follow FIFA as long as FIFA it doesn't it, do it. Way fuck it. FIFA. This is MLS, Johnny.
1: This isn't FIFA.
3: Well, I mean, it is and it isn't. They go yeah, they're, they're governor you know, It's,
1: just.
3: I, You know, I, I I get it. I
2: get what you're saying. You know, we we try to yeah. s- stick with FIFA rules. But it's like, you know what? If if they want to fix the issue of human error, yep. they're going to have to deal with the negative things that come
1: with it. And how long is I mean, seriously, you're going to stop the clock for what? A minute or two? It would be 15 seconds. Maybe 15 seconds. It's just to that. be able to say, mm-hmm. oh, there's a handball in the box by Miguel bar Yeah, exactly right. That's all you had yeah. to do. But they don't do that. And everything's
4: hush-hush. Right. Yep. just think if that situation was in a World Cup match. Oh, God, God yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they got pretty lucky with that. Well, VAR was not the greatest either there, but if that, nothing like that situation happened.
3: So, yeah. And I if agree. it did... Yeah. I, I just think I'm almost yeah like you brought it up but I'm I'm just I'm almost glad that I shouldn't say this because it might might have affected the outcome but if if if, if the United Balloons would have scored the goal there. Yeah. But the, by the rule mm-hmm. I kind of agree with what John brought up is if by the rule they aren't going to stop the clock until yeah. a dead ball yeah. and the the United scored I think that goal should count. No, I, I think that's so how you want to yeah, do that's it. That's how you want to do if it. You're yeah. not going to stop the clock then play is
1: happening but this needs to they need to yeah. make a change yeah. for next year that's the deal so
2: you know and the, and the big thing is i mentioned this you know salt lake had a couple instances where they were in a situation where mike petkey was just pissed off yeah about var and it and specifically the communication issues. Yeah. And I agree with them because they were on the negative end, so I didn't really give a shit then. But today, today, after seeing the game last night live, I'm completely on board with Mike Penke. He was completely right about the fact that MLS needs to communicate better with what VAR is doing. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be complete and utter failure
1: Mm
4: -hmm. from
1: the fan perspective.
4: I'll say the bike. You don't change. The, you don't Americanize the game either.
1: But, but I think you have to at some point. Nice. A little bit, Johnny. You got to do it. I don't know. I it's just, a wider audience. I mean, this isn't Europe, man. This is this is the United it's States. A European. It is a year. Is it is European. it's a world I game. Mean, they we don't do playoffs. They don't,
2: they, yeah.
4: Yeah. They do playoffs. We don't
2: That's do relegation.
1: That's
4: yep. America. So,
2: so piss on FIFA.
1: Exactly. Well, okay.
4: They don't go that They They don't change baseball in that. Japan. No that's true. But no. The rules are the same. Yeah, T-shirt. that's right. That's I right. Mean, you keep it as it was meant to play. Basketball is the same all around the world. Yeah, yeah. It's new. Unfortunately, we don't agree. I don't agree with it, but well, that's just how it is. You don't.
3: There's a lot of people that don't agree, and it's going the rules, the rules, and how it works are going to change. It's just you know like you look at Major League Baseball? I, I honestly think their review has gotten better over the years. They started with just reviewing home runs. Yeah. And stuff like that. Now they are other They've things. They've added, modified. Yeah. Same with the NFL, I guess. Um, they're they're changing it, and so don't think for a second that, that FIFA is not going to change how it works. Well, they but it to, if they don't, then yeah. To end the
1: point, guys, <laughs> but, we need an explanation of what's going on.
3: Right. That, yeah. Into mean, the, the, the live audience. To the live audience.
1: Not yeah. the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Not TV. I'm talking
2: about the
3: people I get in the that, state. but
4: but at NFL games, they don't show the play being reviewed up on the board. Game, um.
3: They? they 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 don't. So. But. So. But not but I say wrestling. that I say that. Major League Baseball is starting to show more if you're at the stadium they're going to show they're starting to show more on the yeah. big screen because they know that the man, the, the no. managers have that capability if they have a guy sitting in the back room yep. watching the replays yep. and they get 30 seconds or whatever it is to review yep. so that's why they're starting major league baseball is starting to show more replays on the screens but the and NFL it's they're not yet but they're going to go that way i think because everybody else there's 50,000 people watching the game live and there's you know 5 away? million watching it on tv I so they're starting the to realize my that
4: phone yesterday watching it while there yeah so that could have been i could have been watching it on my phone too yeah
3: Yeah. all right so a couple i got a couple quick hitters about the game unless you're really on like um just dave
1: dave the uh, bartender from alloy is now out here dave do you want to say anything about the uh, united at all
0: oh they're wonderful
1: they're wonderful. I mean, okay. I've
0: been I've uh, my dad and I actually were a season ticket holders for the Thunder in the 90s. Oh, yeah, nice. we so, we used to go to Thunder games So, so Having nice. uh, having a, the MLS team here. Yeah, is it's fantastic. Great. Yep. Um, I'm a season ticket holder. I love going to games um, and I can't wait for next year. Yeah, we just all oh, talked about, about that. next year. Um, yeah. I I have good enough seats where I can see everything other than the benches because it's a football stadium.
3: Yeah, and so, I have to look
0: at the screen to see corner kicks. Where are you yeah. sitting
3: exactly for next we,
0: year? We uh, next year we're on the uh, the midline, uh, row thirteen on non bench side. Wow, um, nice. You're so,
2: where I am. Yeah. I'm row thirteen. Uh, wait, I mean section one thirteen, row. So you're up on the second level. Yeah, I'm
0: midline,
2: maybe row like. More or like that? Yeah, and
0: this year we're we're on bench side row 17, so okay. we just okay. didn't want to pay the extra 600 bucks for the same same tickets just because we're on bench right. side for next year. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, we're. Uh, I have uh, two other partners that we do season tickets together, and we okay. all three of us are extremely excited.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be um, great, man. Is Alloy gonna be at the new stand. Are you guys gonna have beers out there or not?
0: Oh, uh, we don't. We've only been open for thirteen months. Uh, we don't kn- have the brewing capacity to to put beer there yet.
1: Cause I know they had. They're gonna have. We he was They're on the
2: 96 96 craft, craft beers, beers on tap in the beer hall, and they want to focus on Minnesota. Yeah.
0: Well, craft. at that point, then we need to see it, send an email because I didn't know that. Yeah, you mm-hmm. should. Uh, you because, should. No, we would love to. Um, yeah. One of our owners, Jason, um, he's a season ticket holder. Uh, okay. My brother and I. You guys uh, are ticket holders. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that we're we're all very excited. Good uh, man. I've talked to the owners a couple times to see if we can be a dark cloud spot on the north side. Sure. Um, and we need to figure that out for by next year. So, so.
2: they had a the, they had that season ticket holder town hall a few weeks ago. Yep. They mentioned that it was there it was ninety six craft beers. Okay.
0: okay. So
2: I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd I would find say. Out you, who to talk yeah, to. I would well, say you guys like, should be able to get it on that.
0: Um, what I can do or is I'll cater
4: or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. We'll talk to, uh, I'll talk to my um, season ticket uh, manager guy. Yeah. And see if we can, I'll send an email to them and see if he can get us pointed in the right direction. And there that. you go. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but no, sh- that that would be awesome.
1: I'm sure so they'll be, but I'm sure that. they'll be rotating them out yep. like every once in a while. You know, so if you guys get a beer in there like every other game, it'd be fantastic for yeah. you guys. I think. Yep,
0: I agree. I would be very happy
1: with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So do you have any other comments about the United this year? I mean, what do you, how have you been? How's the season been going in your eyes?
0: I think it's been up and down. I think yeah. that everybody's kind of seen it up and down. Um, I'm excited to see uh, the new players work yeah. in a little bit more.
1: Yeah, um, we talked about that.
0: I'm excited because I have the last three games of this, home, home games of the season with our ticket package. Oh, nice. So I'll actually get to see it in person and yeah, not yeah. on TV. So um, it'll be, I, I'm excited for the next year for when we're at home. Mm-hmm. And we're a little bit more of a home field advantage. Oh yeah, yes, yes. Um, but there's a lot of work to do. I mean, we're in year two. We didn't drop the money that Atlanta did on players. <laughs> we've we've mentioned that oh, numerous times so yes, in the podcast.
3: That is great that you're you're touching all the yeah, points that yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. about. And because
4: yeah. he was trying to get he's so building the stadium himself. Yes, it has yeah, a lot yes, to do with
0: he did, that. He's not publicly funded he didn't want it. to he didn't want to drop the money on the players right away because he needed we need the, the stadium, stadium first. Yeah.
1: Yep. So he's so. not Arthur Blank. Sorry. Yes, that's the way it works. Yes, the way it works.
0: I, I love the fact that he is funding it himself yeah yes. as an owner i think that more owners need to follow that path also, mm-hmm. um, because i think he understood and that he knew it wasn't going to pass yes
1: i mean
4: yes he understood i had a team they would have been playing US well State even State. even
1: the improvements yeah. along the roads were a big point of contention yeah. people were like i want to pay tax money i'm like No, you understand you're paying tax money for a guy to build his own stadium. Yes,
0: yes. And not
1: for
4: somebody that's going to pay for half of it when it's a 2 year Exactly right. Exactly right. Land that was tax-exempt for anybody. Yeah. But now that it was a sports franchise going in, now there's the hubbub. Yeah. 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 So if it would have been all Amazon complex, everybody would have been great. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I still wish it was down there in the North Loop in that that love. I
0: did love the first spot.
3: The farmers market, yeah, a nice complex
1: there. Yeah. We got Target Center, Target Field, and you have the new yeah. stadium, so it'll all be right there.
0: But I'm also okay with another professional sports stadium in St. Paul. Absolutely, Ooh, and St. You know, that- Paul is the capital, and we. They're just all in Minneapolis right now. And it's close right. enough to Minneapolis.
3: That, it's yes, right like in between, this. basically. Yes, more the or less. Midway. yeah. Yes. yeah exactly. And it's on the, it's
1: on the central line. And so so,
3: seeing seeing the early pictures of that stadium, I oh, think yeah, that okay, yeah. it's fine Work, being there because uh, it's gonna look gorgeous.
0: Working behind the bar, it's always fun to have conversations, especially with the World Cup this year. Yeah, having conversations with customers that. Do not watch soccer. And mm. they're like, yeah, we drove by the new United Stadium. It looks amazing. I'm like, well, wait another eight months. Oh, yeah. And then truly tell me what you it's think. Because it's going it's it's to be the best-looking stadium that there is here. Wait until you start putting I, colors outside there and change those up. Uh, yeah.
3: I think the last podcast, I think, can you just imagine next year, one year from now, if you're driving, you're driving down 94 at, like, 9 o'clock at night yep. and that stadium yep. is mm-hmm. hosting a Lit game. Up. With, yep. Oh, it's just going to be amazing because be it's fantastic it beautiful just driving by it while it's under construction like it looks so cool like yeah. yeah so 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 Dave
1: thanks again for letting us come out here and do the podcast of course we and appreciate thank you it. guys for
0: coming up it's, yeah man it's it's been fun Great. Um, and I'm I'm excited to see what comes from this so
1: yeah so, so uh next game you're at uh, let us know because we'll probably he'll be there at least and I, we'll all be there I believe some of us
2: Unless it's LA, because I my wife is due the day.
1: Before. Oh, she's doing
2: the LA date. You're not going to go to she's the game. She's due the day after. Sorry. So
0: you can't
1: what's go to the, the game. That's the day after. Why does that matter? Yeah. What does that matter?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: would like
1: to agree with you. However, this is recording. <laughs>
0: no, I, I definitely will. And yeah. Uh, we'll we'll definitely uh, continue to follow the podcast. So thanks, thank man. Appreciate thanks it, guys.
1: Appreciate it. Thanks. So. Um, Dave, Stevens, do you have some final things you wanted to bring up before we end this thing?
3: Yeah, just I mean I guess I, I, I cut a couple things. Quick hitters about the game. What do you what do you think the possession was? I'll ask John first, get him more involved. What the possession last night? What do you think it was in the Seattle game? Top of your head.
4: I would say 60-40.
3: Very close. Good good oh, close. 60-40. Well then I then you're not very close. So I, no, I thought <laughs> yeah.
4: I, I just I asked that because yeah, I looked. I I said
3: pulled up the numbers. No, it was it was 63% Seattle possession. Okay. Wow. Um, and then all the numbers kind of fall in line with that. I, I just like from I, I bring that up because we were all at the game and it didn't quite feel like that. Well, that's although,
4: what I mean. It didn't seem like that. Yeah. No.
3: Yeah. So, but yeah, all the number all the other numbers kind of fell in that line. And, yeah. and if we want to know. As we talked about, we touched on it earlier. How, how, what we all agree was a fairly devastating loss. They're not out of the playoff run yet, but no. I mean, it puts significant pressure on. It's a, it's a punch to the gut, though. I can tell oh, you yeah. specific numbers. Pressure-wise, uh, the odds of the Loons winning the MLS Cup are currently at 80 to one. Okay. And I bring that up because Sterling mentioned before, before this game, I think you said they were what 50 to 1. 50 to one. So. What about
4: just getting to the playoffs?
3: Uh, I yeah, don't but, have those in front of me. Dave, I, I, I like don't put, know that you can bet on that. I'd like to yeah. put $10 on the United One. Okay, as long as you better pay up front, though. <laughs> I'm just I've kidding. I've had maybe. trouble with people paying me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and my, my depth is paid. Jo- Johnny, I mean, wait until, until My after side we'll business go. as a bookie is, is yeah. just starting, I know, but I, and I have <laughs> yeah, a cash flow yeah. issues, so I need well, cash, cash up front. So very <laughs> high interest rates. I'm actually not starting a bookie business, so for the record. For the record, no, he's not. But, no, yeah, I, I did want to bring up the odds, and, and I, I don't know how close we are to wrapping it up. I think we've finished th- up I with the Seattle game. Yeah, it's I think we're um, We way. could touch on, I don't know if you guys watched it or not, but I was kind of just on the edge of my couch to watch the uh, MLS All-Star game. <laughs> Speaking of Arthur Blank, it's a good segue. Uh, Dave uh, brought up. Uh, yep. Dave, the bartender, brought up the... Um, Arthur Blank uh, situation, and of course yeah. he was interviewed during that game, and mm-hmm. and it was quite obvious, like the turnout to that game. I I, I think it was a record-setting it was. attendance yep. for for an All-Star game. I mm-hmm. mean, there was seventy. Was there 75 it was up in the seventies. It was seventy five, seventy four, seventy five. It, was, it yeah. was close. It was the funny, great thing was it was not funny, but great. It was actually close to an attendance record for that venue. I mean, yeah. I think one of the the, the Falcons' uh, late season or playoff games set have, has the mark. But yeah. th- that you, that MLS All Star game yeah. was not far behind. And as uh, you know, this is a loons podcast. I mean, we had a player start in that game, Calvo. Calvo did somebody. Oh, that and that kind of. DuckTales into the point that I also wanted to bring up. is, is He was an all, MLS All-Star he starting was. Yep. player. He was. And it was somebody that we talked ad nauseum about earlier early in our earlier episodes, yeah. but we didn't realize what we were missing until he left and went well, to the World Cup. And he started at left back yeah. in yes. the All-Star game, which is probably where he should have started. Yes. All. Yeah.
2: All
1: well, there. in the beginning of the season, as we, we sh- mentioned before, he was pigeonholed into a position he should have been in the first place. So, and that's why we kind of gave him a lot of shit in the beginning because
3: he wasn't where he was supposed to be. Yeah. And now where he's where he's supposed to be, he's been fine. Yeah, he's, he's, great. he's been really pretty decent. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, one more point about the All-Star game uh, that we, we don't talk about him enough, so uh, I should also mention the fact that Darwin Cantero came in as a substitute yeah. uh, he during been. that game and, and showed some nice flat. He didn't score a goal, yeah. but he, showed his, he flashed his brilliance. Um, Darwin should not have been
1: a replacement player, though. I will say that. He should have been
3: voted to to be on the squad.
2: It was nice, though, that Tata chose him. Yes. He could have chosen anyone. He could have chosen anybody else. But he he chose Darwin. Now, obviously, maybe there's pressure from somewhere. Yes. But we don't know that. Mm -hmm. So it's important to point out that Tata could have chosen anyone. And he chose Darwin.
1: Darwin
3: deserved to be there.
4: And we are doing Liga Mix next year, right? Yes, oh no,
3: no no no! They, they haven't. Well, they haven't no no no. Yeah. They have not agreed. Actually, yeah. during halftime, which I watched the halftime because I was just I so thrilled like the first with the game. 10
4: minutes of it,
3: and then Twelve minutes. They they, they actually interviewed uh, Don. Is it Don Barber? Hi. Barber. Barber. Gerber. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry. Gerber. But Gerber. they inter- no, they that's interviewed that's him so during Garber. halftime, and they they the they, they yeah. brought that so specific point up. They said, you know, this is hey, this is a fun format playing these European teams, but could there And he he didn't say anything for sure, but he said they are looking into the possibilities of going, you know, maybe east, west, all stars. Again, which they've done before. And then I think Twelman, correct me if I'm wrong, sorry, but somebody brought up could it be Liga Liga, MX? And that is a possibility. Could it be
1: Liga MX All stars versus our All stars? Yes, Yes, That that would be
3: cool. That would be cool. cool. And I think that would be a massive draw for I Mm -hmm. think so too.
2: It would be. be There are a ton of uh, Liga MX supporters. Because I US.
1: think you almost have to say if they did Liga MX All-Stars with All-Stars, I think you'd have to do like a two, kind of two games. So you'd have to do one, United States one, and then maybe one down in
3: Mexico during their season or something like that. Could yeah, I mean, they would probably. And I yeah. think the reason they, they probably will change it going forward is just my prediction. I mean, as fun as it is to watch a club, you know, like Juventus or whoever, you know, there's yeah. different clubs every year come in and play. That's awesome. That's cool to see. But I think the reason they did that, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, yeah. when the league started, was quite frankly, the league didn't have the talent. MLS no, didn't right? have the no. talent. But that's changing. It, it was is. East
4: and West that one time. It, it
3: was right, for it a was couple years then back to Europe and yeah. 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 But I mean, bottom line is the MLS is getting to the point where they have the talent to support an East West game or an MLS All-Stars versus the Liga MX. You know, know what I'd like to see though. I'd like to see it
1: against Liga MX and have a traveling trophy. You have a traveling like the trophy X. like in well, not like the like that the That one X. doesn't
4: travel. It
1: pretty much stable what I'm saying is like some sort of like some sort of like traveling trophy that goes back yeah. and forth you know that'd be that'd be cool yeah it'd add a little mix to the whole game you
4: know I agree I want east and west but that's I think
3: I think I think at this point east and west or Liga MX would be an improvement over what they do now. yeah yeah it just because it still feels. I mean, an All Star Game is always going to be a glorified exhibition game. Mm-hmm. However, I mean, I think MLS ranks right up there with the best. All I mean, NFL All Star Game is not even watchable. The Pro Bowl, the Pro it's Bowl. hardly even watchable. I don't
4: even watch many All Star MLB,
3: games to play in with MLB is okay, but because
4: it somewhat means something, but not anymore. But the they M- take that out.
3: But the MLS, in no my trigger. opinion, ranks up there. They just
4: one.
1: They took no the MLB. They had it where the team that yeah. won, they yeah. got yeah. the World Series. They and don't I, do that anymore. As of this year, as of this year, they now have been back to rotating back, back to and forth. Yeah. Okay. So, we got some quick hits before we go. Quick hits.
2: Uh, Carter Manley mm-hmm. uh, was loaned out to Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, they need a lot of defense to help, so hopefully he'll get some time. I did check early this morning, and um, he did not play last night. Um, he was on the roster as substitute. Uh, second thing. Minnesota acquired the uh, international spot for Rodriguez by way of a fifty thousand dollar trade to Chicago, or I mean Colorado. Mm-hmm. Sadly, we had to do that because we already traded international spot to Colorado because of Sam Nicholson. Yes. So, really, it's another example of poor judgment on the part of Manny Lagos. That's right. Uh, also. Point out that Eric Miller's cost has gone up considerably. He's his salary is eighty six thousand. Mm-hmm. However, we're actually paying him two hundred thirty six thousand this year because we had to cover a hundred thousand of his wage for the rest of the season, which is not normal. Yeah. And then of course we paid fifty grand to Colorado. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so ended up being two hundred thirty six thousand. Yep. Um, another note. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, all the sports sections are. Grouping together, and they're now forming one section that's called the Wonder Wall. I don't know exactly if that means it's a non profit organization that's mm-hmm. all Wonder Wall, and there's going to be Dark Clouds, and there's going to be True North and and there's going to be Red Loons, and Fist of North, and um, wolves, Something Wolves. Yeah, that's,
4: that does, that's not including the family supporter section, right? The right. uh, Loons Nest, they're staying yeah, separate right. for obvious reasons. Because yep. of, uh,
2: Yeah. Um, Another point that I wanted to make was uh, FC Cincinnati. You know, they're kind of coming into the league the same way Minnesota United did with literally no time. Mm -hmm. Of course, they go and one-up us, sign a DP already. Adi from uh, Portland uh, is going to be their first DP that he was signed last week, I believe. So, of course, they had to screw us over there. So, our... We had three months to plan is no longer a valid excuse. No. Um, then in terms of Darwin Quintero, statistically, he is, for his month of July, he had six goals, six assists. That's 12 goals assists in a month. That's actually only the third time that's happened in history of MLS. Oh, wow. Wow. So he's number two uh, behind... Um, Clint Mathis of the Metro Stars Ooh. in 2000. That's going back a little bit. That was that was his tie, and then yeah, nice. actually behind, sorry, uh, behind Diego Cerna of Miami in wow. 2001. Wow, yeah, that's going back.
0: Goal,
2: or he had seven goals, six assists. So that's pretty cool for
1: Darwin. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah.
2: You know, he's now in the MLS history books.
1: What else can we say about Darwin?
3: Really, nothing. Yeah. That's all I got for quick hits. All right, I got, all right guys. I got um, one more quick hitter before days I go. A quick hitter. I, yeah. I can't. I have to. I mean, if you haven't been to Bre- Alloy Brewing, I would recommend coming up here because uh, I want to get on that because the uh, the beer that I finished earlier, it's called the White Noise. It was just fantastic. Oh, uh, I've mentioned yeah. that I love uh, stouts. Uh, this was a white chocolate stout. White chocolate stout. The White, the, the stout. white Noise. Mm. It's called. This it's just fantastic. I might have to get another pint before we leave. Yeah, that's a good idea. Awesome. So yeah, um, if you haven't been
1: to Alloy Brewing, come on up. Again, I'm gonna piggyback on what Dave said. Alloy has been very great with us. Um, you, s- you heard Dave, the bartender, who's a big fan. He has got season tickets. We, I'm sure we'll see Dave, the bartender, at future uh, events. Yeah. Uh, he sounds like he's Hope a so. great fan, and uh, you know we'll probably back up to Alloy at some point. I would say maybe next year, because uh, we're kind of getting to the end. We're in August it's now, true. so we're kind of getting to the end of. We're gonna brewery outside we're,
3: season. We're gonna run out of breweries to try, so this will yeah, absolutely. We're be gonna a be repeat, uh, a repeating offender. Repeat so, yeah, yeah. No doubt about it.
1: Um, I guess, guys, we got dogs in the patio now, so yeah, uh, lots we, of them. We should probably
3: yeah. We should probably sign off. Yes. We, um, we could, get, could get a little loud. That, that that one dog's looking at me funny. I I'm not sure why. Well, I don't, I don't know. He just wants smoke. Him. <laughs> and with that. <laughs> we are going to end this
1: podcast. Uh, for myself, Tony Pipperdanzi, Dave Stevens, Dave Sterling, special guest, John Andruski. He was a talker today. He was a talker. And his uh, fiance, Jenny, who is also here. Um, and my dad and his buddies who are here, Tony and Dwayne. Um, I guess that's it, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you in two weeks. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye.